All right, I got a brand new hour of stand-up material, and I'm coming to your city, babe. All you got to do is get those tickies at chrisdcomedy.com, August 17th to the 20th, Brea, California, Orange County, what up? Uh, September 8th to the 10th, San Francisco, California. September 18th, Tarrytown Music Hall. September 28th, Madison, Wisconsin, at the Barrymore Theater, a.k.a. the Drew Barrymore Theater. September 29th, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. September 30th, Chicago Theater, Chicago, Illinois. October 1st, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Then in late October, we got Baltimore. We got New Jersey. We got Philly. We got a bunch of shows all at chrisdcomedy.com. A lot of these tickets are very, very close to being sold out. So go get the tickets you want. Toronto in November, you got to get the tickets sooner. They're gone, baby. chrisdcomedy.com for Tiki Wikis. Listen, this episode of Christy Chaos is a banger. We talk about a lot of things. If you just want to relax and have a good time for an hour, this is the show for you. We don't get too heavy into anything. We just have fun, fun, fun. We talk about life advice. We talk about books I've been reading. We talk about some stuff in the news. We talk about PDD and Kimmy K because I don't know if Pete Davis has got to move back into this apartment, which is where we're doing my show from. Um, we have a really good time. Um, it's awesome. We got Vanity on the mic. We got Homeless Pimp on the mic. And I'm going to tell you stories about Jasmine surgery and I'm going to tell you something that happened in my life that's wild what's up everybody welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos it is Tuesday August 9th we are it is on fire in New York City literally it's the hottest days I've ever felt in my life I got my Fitbit on I got my gold bracelet and I'm starting to smoke cigarettes it's what it is it's a new me it's a new dawn um, I did already, um, I did ran a couple of miles in the heat. Uh, I, well, I ran, I, here's the thing in totality, I moved for two miles, but I really ran for about 0.5 and walked for 1.5. It's what it is. What can you do? We got Venity here. We got homeless pimp here. Everybody is looking divorced. And so, and it's just what it is. We're all dressed that way. I, um, uh, I'm in a, a good place right now, um, mentally, spiritually, and kind of somewhat physically. Um, I feel good, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that at some point in the show on why I feel good, what, what I feel good about, what I don't feel good about. But I don't think we can continue this show without addressing literally the elephant in the room, the Armenian elephant in the room, and that is... Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have broken up. And you guys know that for only two short weeks, we've been broadcasting the Chrissy Chaos Show from the brand new studio, which is inside Pete Davidson's apartment. And now, because of the recent breakup news, what we're going to have to figure out is, does Pete want his place back? Because I'm willing... For the fans of Christy Chaos Show, for the Puerto Ricans at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy, for everyone that supported me from day one, I'm willing to go to court and battle Pete Davidson to keep this as the Christy Chaos Studio. And if he wants it, he can come here, but he has to be my co-host. And then he can get back into the apartment because I have a one-year lease, bitch. So I'm not leaving, okay? The only good thing Governor Cuomo, a.k.a. the Sauce Monkey, which was coined on the on the old uh, podcast, History Hyenas, the Sauce Monkey, a.k.a. Governor Cuomo, the only good thing he did was, was make it that in the state of New York, you cannot 
kick a tenant out who has a lease for months and months and months. So I will squeeze every second out of this podcast studio if Pete and Kim want to come back here, if Pete wants to come back here after his breakup with Kim, okay? I will go to any lengths it takes to keep doing the pod from here. Unless he offers me a lump sum of 100 grand, then I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here, and I'll stop the pod. And I literally, I'll go do, I'll, I'll work for free for Kanye. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Pete pays you to end your podcast. Pete pays me to end the podcast. Now, I hope that he's okay. I've texted Pete to say, hey, brother, just looking out, make sure you're okay. But Petey changes his phone number all the time. So I don't have Pete's, I literally have in, I swear, in my phone, I have Pete Davidson new, Pete Davidson new, new, Pete Davidson new, 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 new. And then I have Pete Davidson new parentheses to the fifth power. I have so many of Pete Davidson's phone numbers. I don't know where it is. If you're, I hope that you're okay, brother. I know that you'll be fine. I don't know, babe, where you go from here. If I'm going to be honest with you, I think you have to go men. From here, I think you have to pull John Travolta and go with the man. I think you got to start. I think you have to. I think you got to date Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> like twins. Yeah. I think the only pl place to go up from there, from Kim, is T.T. Jerry. T.T. Jerry. That is, to, to, by the way, tell me. Who do I believe that we have a Kim Kardashian on our show and in our universe, and that's T.T. Jerry. If who looks more like Kim Kardashian than T.T. Jerry? I'll wait. Literally. T.T. What's beautiful about T.T. Jerry, what is a beautiful thing about T.T. Jerry is she might be the only person in the world who in one body, in one body, in one lifetime, she is a before and after pick of the Kim Kardashian crew. She literally, her before pictures look like Khloe Kardashian, and her after picture, she looks like Kim, okay? And I have a haircut like Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner. We are, she's transgender like Bruce, and I DM Kylie. So that's <laughs> what it is. We are the Kardashians. I literally, you know what? Maybe I will take Howie Mandel up on his reality show. I want to be the new Kardashians. Um, but it's big news. We had to talk about it. Um, and, and listen, you know me, I'm not a gossip queen. I am a queen, but I'm not a gossip queen. Um, I'm not a gossip girl. But it's just when I saw that news about Pete and Kim, my first thought was, hope my boy Petey's okay. Second thought was, if this motherfucker wants his apartment back, what are we going to do? So I just want to say that to my vow to the Puerto Ricans, the same way Teddy Roosevelt fought and won the Spanish-American War and got Puerto Rico, I will fight to retain Puerto Rico. I will not let them come in here and take Puerto Rico from us, okay? We are the Newports. We are the Puerto Ricans. We literally, I will not let this studio be taken from us. I will, I, I'll go back to my lawyer, Jeff Cohen, Chunk from the Goonies. I'll get his ass out here. He'll truffle shuffle all over these motherfuckers, okay? You're not going to kick us out. This is my apartment. Now, if also, but listen, if Pete wants to live here, he can, no problem, dude. You get to take the bedroom, whatever, but just know we're going to do, be doing a potty waddy. You know, at, there's times where we're doing a potty waddy. That's all it is. Um, but hope, hopefully everyone's okay. I don't know what happened. I can't even, what, V, as a girl, what happened? Tell us what happened. This is, <laughs> v, v, as, you know, V is the girl. Give us the feminine aspect of what happened. Did you see this coming? Were you shocked? Um, I wasn't shocked, but I'm shocked about the timeline. Uh, they were posting like nice photos like a couple weeks ago. Then, 
two microphones. Um, and then these double fisting mics <laughs> off to the side. Classic V. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Classic V. I'm, I'm gonna get violent after this show. Anyways, apparently hey. he's in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Australia, and they couldn't do the long distance. That's okay. what I heard. Now. And she was like posting like um, emo type of uh, quotes earlier in the week. Okay. Okay. But so as a 41 or I think 41. 40, 41 year old woman and, and the type of relationship she's had with Kanye and all that, shouldn't she be used to LDRs? Right? Yeah. Yeah, so was she looking for a way out is my question. Or maybe she well, was sick of the LDRs because I, that's what happened with her and Kanye. She's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I have a theory. Pimp's got a theory. She's only got a few more years as like a headlining vagina. Yeah, okay. So she's like, who, because Pete can't, well, Pete, you know, Kim Kardashian is kind of looked at as like the top female in the, in the, like, as far as like, you know, who you want to hook up with. So Pete got the highest level, top level carrot. So who who does Kim want? Who's the top level male carrot? Who's the? Because it might still be Pete. She might do a curveball and do like Billy Joel, you know. If by the way, I'm going to the Billy Joel. I'm going to the Billy Joel concert August 24th, two days before my birthday. If it is in fact Billy Joel, can you please make an appearance, Mrs. Kardashian, on that show August 24th? I, because it's my first time going to a concert. Do you know? By the way. Let me just tell you something, okay? August 24th, going to see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. And then guess who I'm seeing November 7th at Madison Square Garden? The 1975. Nice. I, for the first time ever in my life, I was on an email list and I saw a pre-sale code and I put that fucking pre-sale code right in and I got the Tiki Wikis. Can we get them on the pod? Can the Italian woman hook that up? I wonder if the Italian woman can hook that up. I'm actually going to... No, I have another plug to the 1975. My comic friend, Alex Edelman, who I've went to many comedy shows with. Alex Edelman's doing a great one-man show down in Soho. I forget what theater it is, but Google that where that show is. Go see Alex. He's fantastic. Um, he's good friends with the 1975, so maybe I can finagle a way to meet... Because I was supposed to meet them last time at, when they performed in Camden, New Jersey. Went with Alex, and he was like, I'll be right back. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll let you know. I'll text you when you can come in and meet the band. And that was um, November of 2019. I'm still waiting for that text. Okay. I'm still spiritually waiting at the BB&T Center in Camden, New Jersey to just go get a, a quick pick with Matty Healy and smell his hair. You're still waiting for a couple more texts. I still can't believe Jerry Seinfeld left you on red. Jerry Seinfeld left me on red. And then I literally... I, but I think Norman fucked him. I think Norman oh, fucked up even more because I just heard that he asked, Norman asked Jerry Seinfeld to come on We Might Be Drunk with him and Sam Morrill. And Jerry like wrote back something like, are you kidding me? Like, or something, something, or maybe he didn't say anything, but maybe he left him on red and Mark is sweating because Mark actually used to go and open for him. Yeah. So at least, like I, the thing is with me is yes, I blew it with Seinfeld, but I never really had anything to actually lose. Norman actually had stuff to lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic Norman. I love Classic it. Norman. So I'm going to multiple concerts, which I don't know how to act in a concert because the one time I went to the 1975 concert, I sat in my chair the whole time. Yeah, so I didn't get do? up and gonna, dance. Are you going to sway back and forth? Are you that guy? I feel stupid dancing and singing along. Do you? Ha is the key to just get high and drunk? Is that what you have to That's do? The and then release yourself. Yeah. I got to balance out my ears. Um. And then, and then release yourself. Because I remember the 1975 knowing every song and singing them all in my head. I, I'm, I made believe I was listening to the 1975 like I was sitting in, in an Uber. Like I just sat there. 
But I have to get up and dance a little bit. You got to move. You're going to put your arms up? You're going to do that? Yeah, put my arms up, sway. I hate the people who put the lighter in the air. It's a lot. Dude, I don't even know how to light a lighter. I don't know. I got to take Eddie's, though. We're going to start taking Eddie's. By the way, patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We're going to kick back in to doing stuff we used to do where T.T. Jerry's Bucket List Show, where we do something that T.T. Jerry's never done in her life, uh, podcasting on edibles, having wild guests. Uh, this Patreon, we're going to start interviewing comics that try to put newer comics on the map that you may or may not heard of. This week will be Brandon Sagalow, who is also a rapper and he has a nose ring. So that's, so we're going to, we're going to. And a four inch penis. And a four inch penis. So we'll talk to him about that. All at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Plus loads of, of, there's 75 plus hours of content there. There's a whole other library of show at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. But we're going to really start picking that up. Um, speaking of T.T. Jerry, two days ago, we all went to Car, this was like a scene out of a cartoon. We all go to Carvel, okay? She gets four Banana Foster um, Sundays. Shout out Banana Fosters. Um, sh um, she gets four Banana Foster Sundays. And um, we have them in the car. We pull up in front of my house. Delilah was so excited. She's like, I can't wait to eat my ice cream. I can't wait to eat my ice cream. Just kept saying, Daddy, can I have a bite of it in the car? Can I have a bite of it in the car? We're like, no, you can't eat it in the car. It's a BMW. Can't eat it in a car. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't care. Um, I was like, you can't eat it in a car. And... So she's like, fine, I'll wait. And she's like, being a good girl, whatever. Gets out of the car. She gets out first. She's standing, waiting for Jerry to come out to, to get the ice cream. Jerry's foot, he was wearing these high heel Converse sneakers, and it got caught on the bottom hook. I have these things in the back of my car that are like little um, mats because Delilah and Tristan would always just kick the back of the seats and make the seats all dirty. So I have these mats that like you can kick the shit out of it because you're not kicking the back of the car. And it's got like little cup holders in it and things that they just, you know, throw their junk in. So his top, his high heel Converse shoe got caught on a hook underneath that, that hooks on underneath um, the seat because I, I never installed it properly because Vinny didn't want to do it. So I put it in wrong and he fell flat on his face and the ice cream, all four of them dropped and exploded all over onto Delilah from head to toe like, and she would, like a scene from a movie just covered in the ice cream. She was couldn't wait to eat and she was just standing there she was like why why did this happen to me i was like lick it off you lick it off your body honey before it melts it's still good it's still good then literally i because and this is a stupid move by me and you know jazz was like that was funny but like you're also an asshole just because i was like in full dad mode i was like you know what who cares delilah whatever i took her in full of banana foster ice cream and threw her in my pool <laughs> I just threw her in the pool and then it clogged the filter. So now, so now, right now, the kids can't go in the pool because they have to put all new chemicals in it because I clogged the filter with banana foster sundaes from Carvel. But she had a good time. We had a good time. I bought her, I bought her another Sunday. So I thought that it was just going to be one of those things where like, ah, TT fell, made sure she was okay. You know, we put some, um, you know, I put, uh, I put some gloves on and I, and I took care of her wound. I was like, don't give me monkeypox. And I was like, you know, took care of her wound. And as a physical therapist, I was like checking her knee out. I was like, is this good? Is that good? She was fine. But this morning she woke up and her knee was three times the size, like blown up. So I was like, okay, you got to go to like the ER because you got, I, I was like, because I literally haven't practiced physical therapy since 2013. And when I was practicing physical therapy, it was on children's knees. I was like, I think I probably missed that you most 
likely have some type of meniscus or ACL tear that's going to require reconstructive surgery. And I whoopsied, missed it, and told you that you were fine and went hiking with you yesterday. So I think I made it worse. Fort Wadsworth, it's not really a hike. It's just like walking around a, a fort. Like, it, But it's kind of like, it's, I mean, it was kind of cool, but it was too hot. I was like, it's too hot. It's like 100 degrees. Um, TT's knee hurt. Um, but so now I'm a little worried. I, I hope that her knee is okay because, you know, um, I need a babysitter. And um, no, I'm kidding. I do need a baby. I mean, I do need a babysitter, but I hope her knee's okay. We have it in TT. But we may, I know we may need to get like a backup one. Venetia, would you be interested in babysitting the kids? Um, you're very beautiful children. Well, I probably can't afford you if it's anything what your <laughs> goddamn salary is on this it. podcast. Oh my God. Could you imagine homeless pimp babysitting the kids? It'd actually be fucking dope. I know my kids would eat healthy. They'd have salads all day. That's true. They'd have salads all day. They'd have fun. Delilah loves the camera. They'd have, they take fun pictures, do cool art stuff. Yeah. Um, probably take naps from secondhand weed smoke. They would tell you about conspiracy theories. They would tell tell me about conspiracy theories. It'd be dope. Mm -hmm. It would it would be fun to have my daughter's first words be "It's lit." Um, <laughs> imagine those were Violet's first words. It's lit. <laughs> the best babysitter would be DeRosa. Oh my God! Let me tell you something about Joe DeRosa. First of all, it was his birthday this week, and so happy belated birthday to the pig Joe DeRosa. We had, this guy had a birthday weekend like a girl. He literally had like, he had like a weekend of fun. Like he was literally like a, a girl celebrating her 25th. And, and there were like festivities and itineraries. I was like, you're such a pig. And so we first night, we go, we meet him at a bar. Um, we met him at a bar 7B on uh, Avenue B and 7th Street in the East Village. Go check it out. Um, you can walk through Tompkins Square Park and take your life in your hands. And you could get shot in the neck. You can get shot in the neck with a heroin syringe, like, you know, like, like from Ace Ventura when he gets shot in the neck by, in like the middle of the jungle in that scene in Africa where you just get, sh that's literally like they're shooting, those people are shooting heroin like out of guns. So that's, you know, whatever. But we go. Um, having a good time there. Got to meet Alder Rose's friends from Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Um, so one of his friends was giving me life advice on stuff. And I was like, I'll never take advice from you because you live, because you, you still live in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I'll never listen to you. Um, so that was nice. And then we went to Joy Face, which is a great bar. Love Joy Face. So much fun. I could only stay for an hour because, um, uh, Jasmine had to get a surgery, which I'm going to tell you about in the I Am Poppy segment in a few minutes. Um, Jasmine had to get a surgery, so I had to get home, but, but everything's okay, but I'll tell you about it. Um, so then we go to Joy Face. I had to leave. Then the next day, Joe DeRosa has a pig roast outside his bar, Joey Rose's on Rivington Street, and he named the pig Chris Stefano. So I had to go and take pictures with the pig, and literally I get there, and Joe DeRosa is drunk, eating a pig hoof in the middle of the street with a Madonna shirt on <laughs> as one of his workers falls over into a pile of garbage. I think I videoed that. That literally, you want to know one of the worst things that can happen to someone? So this girl, nice girl, I don't know her name, works for Joey Roses. It's me. This is who's sitting in front of her, okay? We're sitting outside in lawn chairs. Me, Joe DeRosa, Ari Shafir, Big J Okerson, Venetia, Homeless Pimp, Ian Fine Dance, and a couple of open mic comics, 
um, who were doing an open mic next door. And she goes to smoke a cigarette and sit on like a construction beam and flips off the construction beam into a pile of New York City garbage that was soaking wet because it had just rained 20 minutes before. And she got up and literally, if I was that girl, literally, and I'm happy she didn't do this, if yeah, we got video footage of it. If I was that girl, I would have just stood there, waited for a bus to come and taken one step into it. Oh, I got her falling into the car. <laughs> oh my God, you got her falling into it. Oh, we're going to have to black out her face because I don't want I don't want to get in trouble. I mean, literally, look at this girl just fell over into a pile of garbage and DeRose is just looking at, you caught the tail end. Dude, that literally, oh, look at DeRose, he sucks. Um, and then the way she got up was just like, oh, that didn't happen. And DeRose. Look at Ari. I mean, for this to happen in front of Ari Shafir, literally Ari Shafir's got a pedophile mustache and was wearing a tie-dye bucket hat, and that fall was more embarrassing. Did you see Joe? He just was just watching. Yeah, Joe her. was looking, and then look, she's like, she's like, I think it's just water from the rain. I'm like, no, honey, that's New York City garbage juice. Okay, that might be water from the rain. It might be rat piss. It might be whoever puked the fucking roasted pig they just ate on the street. There was dead rats near. The- Were there dead? Did yeah. you see dead rats? Where? Where'd you guys see? In, in, in one of Rose's sandwiches? See right there under the cardboard? Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, underneath that cardboard. Under, so she fell very close to dead rats. No, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, right next to it. You smelled them or you saw them? No, we saw it. I felt bad they, for her too. She was the only bartender on duty. Oh, she was having the worst day ever. Shout it was out. hot as shit in no, that bar. It was, yeah, the AC broke in his She was bar. like, um, she that was her first day working there, I think. She was covering a shift. That was her first day working there and she fell into a pile of garbage in front having, of New York no, City Comics? she was comics? already having a bad day. Oh a horrible my God. Day. And then she fell. And then Ian was like pointing at her like, like your leg. I was like, Ian, stop pointing at her. Was, Ian was going, I can't believe DeRosa invited me here for his birthday to make me pay for a sandwich yeah well how about this i tech because i because one of the bartenders brought my one of the sandwich guys brought me out a sandwich i asked for him and was like you gotta pay for that at the bar i was like relax i'll pay for it caught that on video too yeah. and then i forgot to pay for it so i texted him be like yo sorry dude what's you know I, I, i'll pay you what's your venmo right now thinking like he'll be like i oh, don't worry about it and then he just sent me his venmo <laughs> i was like you Dirty scumbag! I filmed a bunch. It's gonna be on. Uh, it's gonna be on the Patreon. I filmed it. I sent him. I sent him twice as much. Whatever the cost. I think the sandwich is twelve bucks. I sent him twenty five. I was like, there, take it. Um, what what were you saying, pimp? What's gonna be on the Patreon? All that footage I took it. So all that footage, the the girl falling into the garbage, which we have, all the Joey, it, dude, it's actually fantastic footage. It's it's like just kind of comedians in the wild. Me, Joey D, Ari Shafir, Big J, Josh Adam Myers, Ian Fine Dance. We're just talking shit on the streets of New York. All at Patreon.com/slash Christy Comedy. It was actually pretty dope. And honestly, I the thing was, you know, it's fun to make fun of DeRosa, but I gotta be honest with you, his sandwiches are fantastic, and I really love his bar. I like the vibe about. So if you're in New York, go to Joey Rose's on Rivington Street. I go there like twice a week. I love it. Oh, do you really yeah, go yeah. there a lot? I, I'll end my nights there. I'll just be blackout drunk there. Yeah, well, and then and then I go in there and I saw, because one of the bartenders is from Bay Ridge, and then I saw yeah. like all these people from Bay Ridge like in the back. I was like, oh shit, I feel like I'm back at like the Salty Dog. It right. did have that vibe, yeah. Not that vibe, yeah. The old, the thing, the, and, you know, I knew, because I, I thought that the, it was just so hot in there because the door was open, but you're saying the AC so broke. So the AC only worked in the back half Yesterday, it'll be back to normal. I love that that happens during a heat wave. Always, that's that's during what happened. His birthday, dude. That's what happened on my daughter's birthday. Remember, I told you about on Violet's first birthday, oh. the cake was melting 
The cake, oh, shout out Mark's Bake Shop, by the way. Great cake. They make the best cakes on Staten Island, I think. I love their cakes. You were at Don Cheech, right? Don Cheech. And the air conditioner broke. And my dad almost fucking, my dad was like, I feel lightheaded. It must be the air conditioner. I was like, or the fact you ate 10 pounds of chicken parm. Can we get an update? How's he doing? Tampa Tony. So, so, so Tampa Tony took a shit. Good. By the way, it, ugh, nobody's shitting in my house. Everybody's constipated at some point. Either, either, either they're not shitting or they're shitting too much. So my dad shits, my dad shit, but now the baby, little, the Violet, I'm, I might have to leave early because she's got diarrhea. She's had diarrhea for four days. She shits too much. Jasmine had a surgery, constipated from the Vicodin. I'm like, can anybody get regular here? Because I'm the only one taking regular S-shaped healthy shits. Proud of you. Thank you. Speaking of that, speaking of family, I want to go into the I Am Poppy segment and tell you what's going on. So first of all, um, uh, Delilah, uh, my daughter, who just is funny, right? She's funny. She's smart. You know, she's, 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 she's just like, make, she asks you hard-hitting questions sometimes, and you're not prepared. All right, me undies. Okay, they should be you undies because me undies should be on you, babe. Let me tell you something. They are a legendary underwear brand that has taken over the podcast world. If you listen to podcasts, you've heard about me undies. They are buttery soft undies and bralettes. Me undies, they love podcasts just as much as you do. And I'm telling you, they sent me a care package. I thought that I was going commando. That's how soft they were. They just literally conformed to my nuts and ass. I love me undies. They're available in all sizes, extra small to 4XL. Because we know we got some fatties listening to the pod, and I'm a 3XL myself. So, and they got tons of color and prints. Make me undies your destination for all things soft and sustainable. They're a great gift. They're just great to have. Get all day at work. Me undies, I'm telling you, they are the most comfortable pair of undies I've ever had. Now they have a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you're gonna get 20% off. 20% off plus free shippings and returns. All you got to do is go to meundies.com slash chaos. That's meundies.com slash chaos. 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go do it. Sunday Scaries, you know it's the CBD product that I love. It's a CBD product that pretty much sponsors this podcast. I love Sunday Scaries. I do them pretty much every day. Sorry. And, um... You, you know, they're called Sunday scares because everyone gets that nervous feeling, that pit in your stomach on a Sunday, and these things calm you down, and they do, man. I get great sleep on them. Uh, uh, I, I actually focus. I just kind of, everything gets put into perspective when I take these Sunday scary CBD gummies. Um, and, you know, because a lot of times it's hard to shut off my brain and just chill, but Sunday scaries, they're deliciously cute, vitamin-boosted CBD gummies that are my choice. I love them. They help me decompress, clear my mind, and I fall asleep, and I have a good sleep, so I wake up like a fully functioning human being. Now, 2022 is all about self-care and taking care of yourself. So we are going to give you a good deal for listening to this podcast. If you go to sundayscaries.com and use the promo code chaos, that's promo code chaos at sundayscaries.com, you're going to get 25% off your order. Sundayscaries.com, promo code chaos, 25% off your order. Go do it, baby. We were driving home from a great, uh, Jasmine had to get a surgery. Jasmine had to get um, her boobs. Um, Jasmine got her implants taken out, okay? So, and then you got, she got them deflated, which I think we talked about on Chrissy Chaos, right? That she got them deflated. Yeah. The doctor just went in there with a pin and deflated them. It just, just, yeah, just right out. So she, so, so she got her boobs deflated. And then after that, 
After that, what you need to do is you need to get the bags removed. So she had to get her uh, boobs lifted. Um, and that's a very painful process, right? So she was in the car, you know, all drugged up, you know, can't really move her arms or whatever. And we're sitting there, we're driving back from Long Island. She got it done in Long Island. And we are driving and out of nowhere, Delilah goes, Daddy, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah. She's like, is podcasting really a career? And I was like, yeah. She's like, how long are you just going to set up mics and do silly talks with Homeless Pimp? <laughs> and I was like, that's literally, I was like, it pays for everything. It pays for the Airbnb we just stayed in. It paid for your mom's boob job. I was like, it pays for all your toys and clothes. And she was like, okay. She's like, but like, you can't do it forever. And then I literally was like, yes, I can. And I hit the gas to like 80 miles an hour. And then as time was going on, I was like, I don't think I could do this forever. Like she literally hit me with a solar punch and I was a, a punch to the solar plexus. And I was like, yo, what the hell? It's interesting how a seven-year-old, though, kind of is already thinking, like, long-term. She was like, is it a career, though? And I was like, have you been talking to your grandma? Like, are you literally talking to my mom? Like, who told you to say that? And she was like, I just thought of it. Now, do you think that's because of, like, social media? Because I wouldn't have thought that as a kid. I think that probably because she listened a lot when we were doing the podcast from the sunroom, and probably at points I said... I, I probably at some point in a joke where she took seriously said something of that nature and she was like, oh, maybe it's not his career. And I think maybe every time my mom is there, my mom always talks about when I was a physical therapist. So I think maybe sometimes it confuses Delilah. She's like, is he a physical therapist or is he a comedian? Because she, and you know what is funny? You know what Delilah tells her friends that I am? Because again, this is just the lingo that's, that these kids use. She told her friends at camp and this, can't, can't, my dad's an influencer. I knew it. Yeah, that's I what she says. Stop. Yeah, she did. Uh, she all literally. She was like, uh, she was like, Daddy, um, whatever. Her the camp counselor, Mrs. Christie, whatever. She was like, Mrs. Christie, um, she's like, I told her what you do, what you do for work, and she said she knew who you are. And I was like, Oh, really? I was like, What did you tell her to do? She's like, What you do for work? I was like, What do I do for work? This was a couple of months ago. She was like, What? what she was like, I was like, What do I do for work? She was like, You're an influencer. And I was like, I literally put you in a fucking foster home if you say that again. Do you want to be in a bananas foster home? I literally, that's what will happen to you if you say that shit to me again. But then if I'm being honest with myself, what, I mean, I, I my backbone is stand-up and I love stand-up and I identify, I identify as a stand-up, but I might be perceived here as an influencer to the, uh, to the youth. But also who's not an influencer, you know? Everybody's an influencer. Yeah. It goes way back. Everybody, yeah. an influencer. Taylor was. Hitler was. Yeah. Speaking of Hitler, uh, check out my Volkswagen commercials coming up soon. When do they come uh, out? Uh, they hopefully soon. I th I think. I mean, hopefully they got approved. On I haven't heard anything, and I haven't been paid yet. But oh, I did do the spot. Listen, I'll get my lawyer on everything. Um, <laughs> but what what the I am Poppy segment that it's about that you know are you a podcaster which I like, but also deeper meaning is I think I'm really kind of witnessed a cool moment between mother-daughter where, you know, Delilah was being very inquisitive and asking Jasmine all these questions about her boobs. And Jazz was like, you know, honey, I should have... Because she, she said, Delilah said, why did you go through all this pain to get your boobs out? Why didn't you just leave them in? Because she was like, couldn't move. Like, literally in so much, in so much pain. And she was like... um. 
Jasmine was like, well, because, you know, I made a, I made a mistake. I never should have changed my body. We should love our bodies no matter what they look like. And she was like, you know, now you can look at mommy and know what not to do. You should never change your body. If you don't like something, she was like, just learn to love it instead of wanting to change it because none of this is worth it. And Delilah kind of just like, listen, that I felt like Delilah didn't say anything back, but I was like, oh, that definitely like something that like locked in her brain where she's like, oh, I won't. Or it went the other way and she's like, I'm going to get triple D's. Because it is interesting. No. It was an interesting dynamic. Imagine that. I have to pay for my daughter's boobs, too. I mean, it's just for not. sweet 16. Could you imagine I've had to pay for Jasmine's boobs, my daughter's boobs, and TT's boobs? Oh, my God. I'm just God. paying for everybody's boobs. And then I might as well get them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but what. It is cool of Jasmine, though. I give her credit. No, it's cool of Jasmine, but it's like this interesting thing that was happening, like this duality that was happening at the same time, because I was like, you got Jasmine who's saying, do not alter your body, and Delilah's listening to that, but then also turning to her left and looking at her uncle, who's altered her body to become a woman. So you're like, what? I think sometimes she's like, literally, if I was Delilah, I'd be like, what the fuck is my life? Like, what is happening? My dad's an influencer. My aunt's transgender. My mom's getting tits done. My daughter, my baby sister has diarrhea for her whole life. My older brother fucking is a school shooter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell. She's my hero. She is literal chaos. You know what I will say? I will continue to do this podcast for as long as I can. I will literally, I, I, I'm giving my life to this podcast. And I, it, I am leaving it to Delilah. Delilah will take over this podcast when she's ready. At 18, this is Delilah's show. And then oh you and you guys God. are going to have to work for her. And that's going to be very difficult <laughs> because she is not going to be as easy breezy as me. <laughs> You're just going to be in a retirement home waiting for the episode. I know. Delilah, it was funny. We said, Delilah goes, because we were asking her, we were like uh, at the table. This was a couple of weeks ago. We are at the table talking and I don't know how it got up, but somebody was like, maybe Jerry was like, oh, you're going to take care of mommy and daddy when they get old. And Delilah goes, it depends if I'm married or not. I was like, interesting. She goes, it depends. If, I was like, so it, if you were married, you wouldn't take care of mommy or daddy? And she was like, it just depends. And I was like, damn, that's cold. Wow. I was like, we, t we take care of you. And she was like, I'm a kid. Yo, I was like, I was like yeah, but like, kid, I said, when you get older, I said, look at, you know, I used grandpa. I was like, look at grandpa. I was like, he raised me as his kid, but now he's older and he needs help and they kind of turn more back into kids and we have to help them. And then she says to me, that's your dad. Like, that's your dad, like not my problem. And I was like, I mean, these are all facts, but like, can you have some, like, you're killing me. She's got him on the pay no mind list. Oh no, she literally, she literally, the other day, and I had to ground her for this, even though it was funny, she goes, <laughs> cause she, he FaceTimes with her all the time. Like all the time, he, uh, um, you ever tell her that it's like you're in trouble, but that was very funny. Uh, <laughs> Reinforced. It was funny. It was funny. But go to your room. She face so 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 she he FaceTimes like all the time. He FaceTimes and he's like he just wants to talk to her, and she never wants to talk to him. So I was like Delilah. I saw him calling. I was like Delilah, you need to get over here. You need to get over here and talk to him. Okay, this is your grandpa. You need to talk to him. So he, she literally, I hold the phone up like like that, and like you know, and he's seeing her, and she just pressed the button to turn the camera around and walked away. She goes, "Hey, grandpa," and then pressed the button, and the camera flipped. And I was like, "Yo, oh my god!" And then walked away. And I was like, Delilah, how dare you do that? And she was like, "I said hi." I was like, and then you turn the camera around, and she was just like rolling her eyes. 
watching Coco Melon. She's a gangster. Fucking gangster, dude. And um, <laughs> just a fucking. Oh. She becomes a drug dealer. <laughs> She's ice cold. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm just getting updated with pictures of Violet's diarrhea. Um, Anything good? No, it just just sucks. Parents out there know, especially a one-year-old, when they can't tell you, like, what's bothering them. It's like, obviously, she has crazy diarrhea. So, where, you know... uh, uh, we know that it's that, but it's like, she's just inconsolable. Like every, any position you put her in, she's like, I, and I'm giving her Pedialyte. I'm doing everything. I'm literally treating her like she's hungover, like Pedialyte, rest, uh, World War II documentaries, and nothing's, nothing's working. She's just upset, which, you know, what can you do? Um, what is this story? Brian Stelter admits Hunter Biden scandal, not just a right-wing media story. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, you have to, they got to start talking about Hunter Biden. I mean, let me ask you this. Even though I know people don't, even if you're someone at home that, you know, you, you hated Trump, you hated his family, I get it. Did Trump's kids do anything as bad as Biden's kid? Like, that's just the question I have. You know, what What do they do? What What, what did Trump's kid do? Hunter Biden's going through a lot. He's a drug addict, guys. Hunter Biden is, but Trump's kids weren't. Yeah, they did other horrible things. Well, like, you know... What they do? Human rights to people, Chris. You said yeah, but are they doing crack? (laughs) Human (laughs) rights are crack. Okay, that's that's understandable. Human rights are crack. Yeah, Um, I saw Brian Stelter. I have a picture of Brian Stelter sitting off stage at New York Nico's Tribeca Film Festival event, watching the comics bomb. I have that picture. You want me to send it to you? Yeah, I genuinely have it. He's just sitting. He was just sitting there with another news anchor. I guess it's his girlfriend. I don't know her name, but I've seen her on CNN or some news channel before. And he was just watching these people bomb at New York Nico's event. I was like, wow. And I, I, I did a. You know how New York Nico will sometimes just film people like in the wild just doing some stuff. That's what I did. And I sent it to New York Nico, and that got left on red. Um, Shout out Nico. Shout out Nico. No, but what, like I was saying, you sent me the article about Hunter Biden, his mental trauma he's going through. Yeah, Hunter Biden. There was an article that said he. What was it that he body he, dysmorphia? Body dysmorphia because he thinks he has a small penis. Mm. Well, I want to tell you, Hunter. Even though you know I'm not political at all, I don't I don't know you. I don't know your dad. I, I know there's a lot of drama going on. I'm here to tell you, and again, this is not a political thing, just as human to human. I'm here to tell you, you have a big fat hog of a cock. You have a huge penis and you shouldn't feel ashamed of that. And you should be proud that you have a big penis. Um, You you know, you want to do lines of blow off it? That's up to you. But you shouldn't think that you have a small penis when you in fact have a large penis because I think... The advice I want to give you is that you seem confused as a person. You, you, you don't understand the, the level you're at as a human being. You're top 1%. And I think that you're strong. You have a huge penis. You have, you have beautiful women all around you that are doing, yes, they're doing crack and smoking pipes with you or whatever. Your father's the president. I think that, in the words of Alan Watts, I think that you are one of these people that you don't know what you want because you already have it. You already have 
the dream, which is literally the son of a president who has carte blanche to smoke crystal meth out of prostitutes' assholes and do deals with China and nothing will happen to you. So you literally, you, you, you have, you don't know what you want because you have it already. That's Alan Watts saying that, okay? I think also you have to understand, Hunter, that life... You're upset, I think, because you're getting crushed in the in the media a little bit. I know what that feels like. I've been yelled at on TikTok. You've and so and so. I think what you have to understand is that the game of life is a marathon. Okay, it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. Sometimes you're behind, sometimes you're ahead. At the end of the day, the race is long, and it's only with yourself. Don't worry about what Obama's kids are doing, what Trump's kids are doing, what any what President Xi Jinping kids are doing. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Worry about yourself. If crack makes you feel good, then smoke crack. That's what I want you to do. This isn't the Reagan administration where they're saying, say no to drugs. That's not what your father, your father doesn't give a shit, okay? Your father is making out with children in public and is doing... (laughs) press releases, is doing press conferences in a diaper with no pants on behind a podium from a green screen somewhere probably in Delaware of the nursing home that he lives in, and he's not the president. Now, I will tell you this. The only thing I would do if I was you, for sure, is try like hell to keep your father alive because if Kamala becomes president, then, unfortunately, no more crack for you. You're not going to be able to do crack because she is very hard on drug dealers in the United States. Not if you go to jail in Russia, she says, no, 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 you should come out. But if you go to jail in the United States, do 20 years. Brittany Grinier, it doesn't matter. She's in Russia. So she's like, come out, come out, come out for just a little bit of weed. You come out of prison. We're going to give you a Russian arms dealer who's going to make nuclear bombs and kill more people in Ukraine. But you come out and then we'll keep everybody in America who I put in jail. We'll keep that in jail and nobody talks about it. So, but you, Hunter Biden, by the way, formal offer right now, Hunter Biden, to come on the Chrissy Chaos podcast, come on the Chrissy Chaos podcast right now, formal offer, we'd love to talk to you, we think you fit, we genuinely think you fit this show and what the show has to offer, I mean, what's more chaotic than literally being the son of a president Doing smoking fentanyl in the Oval Office while getting a blowjob from a transgender prostitute. You are chaos. You literally are hashtag goals, Hunter Biden. You guys are soulmates. I, in another life, in an, people ask me all the time, would you switch places with anyone? My answer usually was Derek Jeter, or I'd like to be Mariah Carey so I can have sex with Derek Jeter. All those things. Hunter Biden, I think, is my answer today. If I could be anyone in the world, it'd be HB. It'd be HB. I don't see any, He's the American dream. He literally is the American dream. Hunter Biden. Now, is that also because you want to try crack secretly? <sighs> yes, I do. I saw uh, uh, people at the Comedy Cellar yesterday, audience members doing coke in the bathroom. Hey, yo. How fun. And they recognized me, and they're like, do you want some blow? And I was like, nah. But 
It wasn't an immediate no. What would you do? <laughs> he goes back on stage and they overdose and he does crowd work to them while they're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, yesterday I was stopped at a light. It was actually pretty awesome. Wherever this fan was, it was hot as shit. It was like 95 degrees and he was wearing a suit for some reason. And I was stopped at a light and he noticed me and he was like, oh, what's up? And then I was like, what's up? And then as he was walking across, like in the crosswalk, he gave me two middle fingers. <laughs> and then he hit you with the stinker. He hit me with the stinker. I was like, yo, is he a Patreon member? Did he? Because I was like, that was hilarious, dude. Um, that's great. But yeah, so, so it's what it is, you know? Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think, um, but how I, was the Hamptons part of the surge? Like, what'd you do out there? So the ha- it's interesting. Airbnb. I just want to say Airbnb is sus. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If listen, we've talked about BetterHelp almost every week. Uh, you know that I talk to a therapist. My therapist is on BetterHelp. I zoom with them every week. Only me and my therapist know about it. You don't have to go sit in an office. We're all a little nuts right now, especially me. I mean, I'm getting yelled at by my friends. BetterHelp helps me week in, week out. This last couple of years we've had as a society are nuts. Everyone's going a little mental. To get back to square one and to just be even keeled, BetterHelp is the online therapy, I think, that works the best just because they make it the easiest, man. And they have got great counselors uh, uh, that that help you, that are very professional, that are skilled in many different ways. Um, you can do live chat, you can do phone, you can do video, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And our listeners right now are going to get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash chaos. That's betterhelp.com slash chaos, 10% off your first month. Go get your brain fixed. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, fuckers. We love HelloFresh. We use it every week. My family uses it every week. I mean, it is just awesome. And the summer selections that they have, just freaking delish. They got veggie options. Um, they got nutritious meals to go. They got um, this, 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 they had this like a butternut squash. That was amazing. Um, and you can swap foods in and out. You want to go veggie one week. You want to go meat one week. Whatever you want to do, HelloFresh makes it easy. And it is 70, 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant. And it's even cheaper than grocery shopping. Look at that. And I'm telling you, HelloFresh The thing that I love about them the most, not only are their food great, not only do they make it family-friendly and easy to feed your family and cheap, the discount that you get when you use my promo code is literally next level. I don't even know how this company makes money because they just give so much away for free. That's why I love them. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash chaos16 and use the code chaos16, you will get 16 free meals plus three free gifts across seven boxes. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash Chaos16. Use the code Chaos16. You get 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. America's number one meal kit. The the literal, the, the house that we rented looked like the pictures. It, it was great. It really was great. Not one door in that house locked. No locks on the doors, and the way to come into the house was through a code through the garage that's the same code. So even Jerry, who's like, you know, because this this house is like in the middle of the woods, beautiful house, but in the middle of the woods, even Jerry was like, yo, I feel like a little uncomfortable. She was like, I just, she was like, I don't like that there's no, she was like, I don't like that there's 
none of these doors lock. And she was like, I don't like that there's like 10 ways to enter the house. There were doors all over this house. So it just makes you feel like, like if you're going to run an Airbnb, like if I had a house that was an Airbnb property, I would have a co I would have all the doors locked and I'd have a, a, a bolt lock on the door. So at least, you know, like I can't get in, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, Airbnb. I feel like it's, it's still a big thing, but they need to like update and improve. Somebody's going to get murdered in an Airbnb or, by the owner have. once. I think they already have. They already have? Yeah, like by of, the owner or something. A lot of weird shit. Like yeah. set up a thing where like they killed, like they, like when you see in the movies, like they prey on people, like they go in and like rape someone in an Airbnb. It's, uh, yeah, it says like having in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But you having an Airbnb is hilarious and TT runs it. I mean, I That's genuinely amazing. think like, I will, I think I already am, I'm in the very beginning of a family business. I think like this is the business. This is what is left. This is like, like this is my business that I will just pass down. From yeah, I mean, I, also my dad keeps calling me to buy property. Apparently when the market crashes, you're supposed to buy property. You're supposed to buy property when the market crashes. Now, now, right now, today, probably not a great time because interest rates are still relatively high, but interest rates are supposedly coming down um, because of this inflation, stagflation thing. So interest rates are going to start to come down and the prices of the house are going to eventually have to come down. Like mine, uh, one of my neighbors is putting, just put his house up for sale and he put it up for sale for like way more than it's worth. And I kind of feel like somebody would have bought that a year ago, but now it's like, what's your choices here? You're going to put it at that price and leave it up on the market for a year, or are you just going to lower it to the price it's supposed to be and sell it in a week? So weird. And then in the Midwest, they're having a housing crisis where the house is just being bought up by like shell companies. Well, yeah. I mean, China owns half the real estate in the country, so they'll buy it just to have it. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so I don't, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with, with where my house is at. Um, you know, and who knows, man, who knows what's going to happen. I might, you know, I still mind, might wind up roommates with PDD. It might, it might happen. And if it does, it does. So let's get to the Christy, the Christy DiStefano uh, segment of the show. I love this. I love that history is back. And it's just, listen, we're not going to bombard you with it every day. Speaking of bombardment, today was the, today is the anniversary of the second atomic bomb dropped on Japan by the U.S. in World War II, struck Nagasaki. So it uh, was unnecessary, unfortunately. Even though I'm an American patron, I bleed red, white, and blue, and I love this country, and I am, I am this generation's Hunter Biden. Um, I know that that second atomic bomb was not necessary. It was just dropped to show Russia that we have mad nukes, even though we only had two, um, uh, that we got mad nukes and to not start a Cold War with us. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in this presidency. I mean, literally, I'm not... a Joe Biden might be like, you know what? I'll drop a nuke if you don't let Brittany Grinier out of prison. That's li if he doesn't if he doesn't find a way to get her out of jail, that's not that's not good for elections moving forward because all the Republicans will say is I could I can get her out of jail. I could have gotten her out of jail. Yeah, but then do you think that if he gets her out of jail that they need to go look back at everybody who's in jail right now for marijuana? I do. I do. I think that he, I think that's why he doesn't want to do it because it's like too much work. You know what's interesting talking to TT about this is because TT TT, you know, being a uh ex inmate for a very long time, TT's just very black and white even though she's Puerto Rican. She's just very black and white and she <laughs> and she and, TT TT said that um she was like did did she commit a crime in Russia and I was like yeah she brought in 
weed. And she was like, did she know that that was illegal in Russia? I was like, I'd assume so. She goes, if she, if, if, if that's what it is, then she was like, then she has to go to jail. These are the laws. And I was like, you're saying that as an ex inmate. And she was like, I broke the law. So she was like, I didn't want to be in prison for 20 years. She goes, but let me tell you something. She was like, all those motherfuckers in jail, they're all guilty. She was like, all of them. She was like, these stories that you see, oh, this person was exonerated. She was like, that's like one in a million. She was like, oh, everybody goes into jail and is like, I'm innocent. She was like, they're not. They're all, most of them are criminals. She's like, these one people that they prove it and they get out, that's great. She was like, and that happens. She was like, but in Russia, she was like, honestly, Jerry was like, even at my days when I was on drugs, acting crazy, she was like, I would never go into Russia and try to commit a crime. I just wouldn't do it. So she was like, I feel bad for her. I do feel bad for her, really. She was like, because I know how hard prison is and I can imagine it's even worse in Russia. She was like, but I don't know what you want the Russian government to do. She, she committed the crime and then you do the time. That, it's just very plain to her. So I was like, yeah, but like, don't you think, you know, it's not right. She was like, yeah, I don't think it's right. I think everybody, nobody should be in jail for weed. She was like, but it's the laws right now. And I was like, and then you know what Jerry said, which is interesting. She was like, I don't think they're ever going to let her out. I was like, really? She was like, I don't think they'll ever let her out. She's like, they'll use her as a political prisoner. She was like in jail, in American jail. She was like, so I would assume Russia is more corrupt. She's like in American jail. She was like, I can't tell you how many motherfuckers just pissed off a CO for whatever and then get bullshit charges written up. She was like, and then you go to a bullshit little court in the back of the jail and they add five years to your sentence. She was like that. She was like, there are so many people in jail that should have got out years ago, but they had a, a corrupt C, uh, CO and they go to, they, they, and it, you know, you have no rights if you don't have money for a lawyer, which most people don't. She was like, you know, that's why she said she was like, I was always nice to the COs because I wanted them to let me out. The whole goal of this is getting out. And she was like, I feel like in Russia, they're not going to let her out. And I was like, yo, I never even fucking thought about that. I mean, it's just, why, what is the point of them even going there in the first place when there's a war? Like, get well, it fucking together. Well, I think Brittany Griner was there seven, eight months ago because she plays for a Russian basketball team. That's why she was there. Oh, I thought she's part of the W. She is part of the WNBA, but the WNBA, they don't make enough money, a lot of them, even the stars, to mm -hmm. be like, to have like the living that they want to. Did you take that deal? I'm not taking that deal. To, to live in Russia? To go play ball in Russia? I'm taking that deal. No. So this is the real issue. It's just, you know, about paying women what they're due. Well, they got to get ratings. Of, that's of what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's pretty sexist. So <laughs> that's really what it is. Issue yeah. I literally, if I was the WNBA, I would just put LeBron in a wig and just have uh, <laughs> and just have him come out and play one season. Just get him. Didn't Trump actually say that? That he was like, my, my WNBA team would be the best. He's like, I'd put LeBron in a dress. Yeah. That was my favorite movie back in the day. Joanna Man was fucking dope. Um, but, um, but yeah, I feel terrible for Brittany Griner too. And I and it's not like, oh, you know, it it I think it highlights a bigger problem that why is weed a crime like this? You know? All we can do is talk about it in America and get help to people in America because Russia also put yourself in the Russian government's point of view. What would you do? Wouldn't you be like, you really because what I think what the what I think the plan is is for literally them to put so much pressure using Brittany Griner, because this is a big issue. Black, lesbian, you want, we, especially Democrats, they want her, everybody wants her out. Republicans, Democrats want this woman back. And 
she deserves to be back. But I think if I was the Russians, what they're playing this waiting game, this negotiating game where they're like, keep more pressure, more pressure, more pressure. And then it gets to the point, we'll give her to you if you release the sanctions on Russia. And then it puts you in a position where you're like, fuck, what can I do? I can't. I, I think that's what they're trying to do because they're not going to give her up for the arms dealer. That's bullshit. But I don't even get, didn't we let that kid die in North Korea? What? Remember that one? I think they killed him in North Korea. They, well, he's brain dead when he they, got They back. brought his body back brain dead. That is another possibility for her. Some political, there was a, a, a Israeli-American political prisoner that was in that, that same Russian prison that Brittany Grinier was in for, I think, two or three years. She's, she was released in a prisoner swap, but, you know, didn't gain media attention. But she said um, that she was treated well in that prison, but she was like, I do fear for Brittany because, you know, gay is not, being gay is not tolerated in Russia. So they're going to, like, she's going to be the victim of, like, she thinks, like, you know, some assaults and stuff because she's gay. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up there. I mean, but look what we do to immigrants here. We're shipping them. They're shipping them here now. How funny is that? What's happening now is Governor Abbott from Texas is shipping busloads of immigrants to New York. Uh, and it's pissing off Eric Adams because Governor Abbott is saying, I'm going to start shipping these illegal immigrants to liberal cities. That's what he was like. That's what Governor Abbott said. He's like, I'm just going to do that. Uh, it's fucking crazy. It's a six nine move. Literally, politics are crazy. It's like these immigrant—they're people, right? So just like get them to the proper channels and get them into housing or whatever we can do for them. But this is what they're doing. But what's funny to me is the illegal immigrants are hearing, I guess, from their friends, family members, or their phones that New York is so unsafe that they're getting off the bus before it reaches New York City. So (laughs) they had a busload of immigrants, like I think 100 people, and only 13 got off in New York because they were like, I literally would rather take my chances in fucking Juarez than have to go to New York City, which is wild. That's a real thing. Imagine walking around New York not knowing English. Not knowing English. I'd be, yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. I mean, it depends, like, what... I to Midtown, it's scary. No, but, like, New York, everybody knows, like, different languages. This is the one place to be, like, I'll survive fine here. I know. I I kind of feel like, literally, if he went... If if any of those immigrants went to T.T. Jerry's apartment building, they'd be fine. Nobody speaks English in that building. That's yeah, you got to go out of the. So on this day in history, August 9th, the second atomic bomb was dropped on Japan by the U.S. Uh, you know, as we said, World War II, which effectively ended it, which is no bueno. Um, and also Pompeii um, uh, was defeated by Julius Caesar at the Battle of Pharsalus during a Roman civil war from 49 to 45 BCE. That's always fun when the numbers go backwards. BCE, uh, Julius Caesar's troops um, defeated the army of Pompey at the Battle of Pharsalus, causing Pompey to flee to Egypt, where he was subsequently murdered. So Pompey, um, no relation to uh, Mount Vesuvius and the town of Pompey that got destroyed. Um, by the way, you know what's crazy? You know what's something nuts, like just little um, connections that like, Bad things lead to good things. And you can find this so many points in history. Mount Vesuvius erupted in like 78, 79 AD, one of those years. The volcanic ash from Mount Vesuvius was used to make the concrete that built the Roman Colosseum. Without Mount Vesuvius erupting, they would not have had enough ash to to build a coliseum to the size that is so mount vesuvius erupting even though it killed people and you know listen it killed people but let me tell you something if you're gonna die volcanic eruption might be the way to go you instantly die 
like an instant. You get vaporized because the air is so hot. So you literally just become like a shell of yourself, like frozen in time, like you're literally, you know, in the Avengers. Like it's just, that's what it is. So, so you're just frozen. And that's the way to die. But then the volcanic ash, the volcanic ash from Mount Vesuvius and the bones of the people that disintegrated made the Colosseum. So it's, it's interesting how one thing caused a good thing. Interesting. You know, it's just kind of how life works sometimes. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm starting to get more fascinated. You remember how I told, I've told you guys before on the pod or since you know, you've known me for years, like I just don't want to go to Italy, even though people, because I, I, I hate the heat. And I'm like, I want to go to countries where it's rainy and cold, UK, Germany, Vienna. I want to go there. I'm kind of now, after like really starting to learn more about the Roman Empire, I'm kind of like, I should definitely go to Italy though. Like why not? I'll go to Italy in the winter. That's the compromise. I'll, li- I'll go to Italy in the winter. It's probably the same shit. It's just you're not on the beach. That's all. You're going to do a gig? Supposedly, I'm supposed to be doing comedy in Italy. We're aiming for March or April. Next year, we're aiming for Italy and Australia. That's where we're going. We're going Chrissy Internationals. We're aiming for Italy and Australia. There's a run of gigs now that are doing American comedy in Italy. The Italian woman, my manager, wants to maybe open up a club, a New York comedy club in Italy. Hilarious. Which is wild because allegedly the Italians now, they're having a want for... um, for American comedy. But I'm like, I'm going to fucking bomb. Yeah, There's mean, no way they're going to understand me. You just do the Portland English. bit. <laughs> I'm just yeah, they don't speak they're English. Like, and it's like, well, I'm going to do bits about a transgender <laughs> Latina woman. They're going to be like, hey, I think they'd like you. They get it. I mean, they're like, oh, well, he told me, the promoter there told me, I'll sell man tickets just because my last name's Stefano. They'll be like, oh, if you, he's like, all we have to do is go to the cafes around Rome and and put Italian-American comedian Chris Stefano coming, and they'll be like, oh, then i got to go see him. Wait. They'll think I'm Sebastian Maniscalco. They have no fucking idea. Ooh. That'd be so funny to film him, like, bomb in front of Italians. I know. Or, or us to put up a flyer of my comedy show on the wall of the Coliseum. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you think I'd go to prison for that? No. Um, I'm sure the U.S. would fight for your back, right? If I was going <laughs> to go to prison internationally, Italy's not a bad choice. Russia's probably the worst. That's the one you don't want to go to, unfortunately. I think Sweden is the best. It looks like they're like hotels over there. Yeah, and they let you... And Sweden, there's cool. no death penalty and there's no life imprisonment. So there was a guy, I think it's Norway, he went and killed like children at like a summer camp and he got 20 years in prison and in the last five years, he like did it on a farm. They like let everybody out. Oh, cool. It's weird. I actually don't like it there based on what you were saying earlier. I was telling um, Mike that there's a guy that I used to date who's Swedish, and he told me a story about how, like, open they are about um, going for saunas, like, na- fully naked. Like, okay. he's saying, like, with a fa- oh, another family, he was just like, they're all fully naked you in a sauna. They, they, the whole family goes nude to the nude beach. I'm like, oh, That's yeah, a yeah. Lot. And, and beaches in Greece, like, all Norwegian people, like, are nude, like, families. Not not just titties out, like, no, penis out. Penis, butt naked. Vagina. You shit. see full, full penis. Full families. Full families. Everybody's butt naked. Yeah. That's Epstein shit. Even, like, like 15-year-olds, where it's like... No, 15-year-olds with their, like, you know, six-year-old Like, prepubescent. Like, it's Jesus their, Christ. No, but I know to us, it's like, the fuck, but it's like... So normal. No, no, to everyone it it's is. It's so, so no, normal. That's sus. No, it 
Listen, people are getting canceled for DMing 17 year olds. TT Jerry just yesterday, TT Jerry was like, why? I, I, she goes, I wish there was a world with no clothes. Like, she was like, I don't understand why we have she to wear go clothes. To a nudist uh, colony. colony. Oh my funny. God, that's what you guys should do for the bucket list. Where is there we a nudist colony in New York? Upstate. Yeah, there's. But so they won't many. let us film it, though. They let other people film it. We'll just throw them on it. Yeah. We could do that. Can we write that down and make oh, a note? Okay. That that should be patreon.com slash Chrissy Comedy next bucket list. We'll both go to the nudist colony. That's great. And we should bring a priest. Yeah. We should go. <laughs> we we should literally go and be butt naked, me and TT Jerry, and we ask the nudist uh, colonist to guess which one is trans. <laughs> <laughs> me or TT. Because <laughs> we both got titties and little bitty dickies. Aren't nudist colonies like semi-culty? I don't know a lot it's about all, those. It's got, all got to be culty. You know what's interesting, too? Um, I've been listening to Alan Watts a lot because I'm suicidal. Um, and, um, and, and he said something interesting, which I never thought about, like how restrictive clothes are. Like he was like, the whole idea of clothes, it's, he goes, you know, there's something that's conscious about it. Like you put a belt on tight to like make you feel like I'm in this. You put a neck on, man has to put a necktie on to almost feel like a strangle. Like this is work. Mm. A woman had to wear a corset you know, back in the day to make it feel like this is beauty, like it's pain and all that. Where like the Japanese, they wear like these kimonos that are like free flowing garments that like you just, it goes with you and it's like less restrictive and like they're more like, this is the way it should be. Where like, just, he was like, just this, even if you have a good job, like he took a man, this was in the 60s, he was saying, this was like the whole thing, the, the last thing they have to do is put on a necktie to choke them in and be like, we got you. The corporate world's got you. So I, I never thought about like restrictiveness with clothes. I will do the next episode butt naked. Well, yeah, whatever you, whatever you Seriously, need to do, man. Why, yourself. Why, if I did an episode naked, would we lose the YouTube account? You do it for Patreon. Patreon.com says Christy Comedy. I will 100% do an episode naked. I have no shame in that. Patreon, speaking to Patreon, if the only way to get involved is to go to the website that I just said and we have people ask questions... V, next week, I want to do the first episode where we zoom in a, a, a person on the show. So next week, we will pick one lucky person to zoom in. And by the way, speaking of that, um, I, I told you I will be at the Brea Improv August 17th to the 20th. And I put this on my Instagram two nights ago. Buy tickets you have until the end of the night tonight. Tuesday, August 9th, end of the night tonight. This competition will end. Buy tickets, screenshot them, either DM me at Christy Comedy or email ChrissyChaosPod at gmail.com um, and send me the screenshot. I will pick one lucky winner and they, you will get a free meet and greet for two, a free meet and greet at the Bray Improv, any show you choose, and I will massage your feet on camera. That's what you will get. So go buy the tickets, screenshot them, let me know. Okay, here's from Sydney Harris, who spells her name S-Y-D-N-I. Um, what is the closest experience you've had to death? Very interesting question, City. The closest experience I've had to death? I would say when I got, I was 17. I was in my car, the purple Pontiac Grand Am, which we called the flying eggplant. I was texting on my Nokia while driving. I was stopped at a red light. I, 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 out of the corner of my eye, I thought my light turned green, but it was the opposite light that turned green. And I drove through and a car was coming this way who legally had the right away and smashed into me so hard that it 
the I could not get out of the car on the driver's side uh, on the on the passenger side at all. I had to climb through the driver's side window. The car was spraying fumes. Um, did light on fire. Um, not explode, but it lit on fire. The front of it lit on fire. When the FDNY got there, they said we were fully expecting to pull a dead body out of this wreckage, and I was just sitting on the side. And the creepiest thing of all, the wildest thing, I think I've told this before on the podcast, is my grandfather had just died the year before, and when I got hit all over me, I smelled my grandfather's scent. It was stuck to my clothes, like when you go into a Subway and Subway sandwiches and that smell of just fiberglass bread and shitty meatballs is stuck to your clothes. That's what was stuck to my clothes. My grandpa's, he had a very pungent scent because he only showered once or twice a month. So I smelled him all over me and I really believe in my heart. That's what made me believe in the afterlife. Like this is too, the FDNY were like, we thought this was a dead body for sure. And I was there protected. And the window happened to just be open. Like none of the, uh, the car didn't work. When it got hit, the electric went out. But the car, when I leaned over, I was automatic windows. I, the window went down and I didn't realize. And then I went, I couldn't get out. I was like looking, the door wouldn't open. And in a fit of panic, I like couldn't get out. And I was like, I'm trapped in here. And I saw the, the things, and then the window was open and I just, climbed, I was 17. So I just, you know, it was easy to climb out. And I just stood on the side until that. Now what went through your head? Like, what are you thinking? I think I was thinking, I think I was just thinking like, um, I don't remember thinking in that moment, I'm going to die. It was after that when I was like, because I think being a kid, you're still like, oh, that's just happens. But I remember my, when my dad got there, he came all the way from the city. When he saw the car, he was like hugging me and crying. And I was like, oh, this was like legitimate. Like the car was like smashed. And I was like, I'll pay for it. And my dad was like, what? <laughs> what are you going to pay for it with your Metro card? With your student Metro card, you asshole? Um, so this is from Brooke Noel. If you couldn't live in the U.S. anymore and had to choose between China, Russia, or North Korea, who would it be? Very, very easy, North Korea. I'd go to North Korea, no questions asked, because they don't have the internet, and I'm sick of being on the internet, and I'm sick of being a slave to my phone and social media, so I would go to North Korea with my family, and we'd live like it's 1955, and I'd beat my wife and children. Um, I think you'd do great in China. You think I'd kill in China? Yeah, wouldn't you be like the tallest guy in China? No, dude. Fucking really? look at Yao Ming, dude. Oh, okay. Fair, no, there's mad tall people in China. But a lot of Americans do live in China. There's a fan of the show who's American who we've 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 corresponded with. I forgot her name. Oh, yes. Emailed yeah, or yeah, DM'd she's with. Cool. She's cool. She says China, like, it gets a bad rap in the media, but, like, it's not what you think. She's like, I feel more free and safe in China than I do in the U.S. I was like, well, you you're do- a spy, and I'm going to report you. Would you ever do gigs? I would do gigs in China. Oh, the, the promoter who's going to book me in Australia books people in China. He booked Jared Fried in Shanghai like five years ago. But I don't know if you can do it right now. It's just like, feels like you don't want to go to that part of the world right now, right? Doesn't it just feel that way a little bit where you're like, I don't know. Would you do shows in Taiwan? I would do shows in Taiwan. And then they, China can sanction me like they did Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. Um, all right, listen. Thank you guys for watching the show. ChristyComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. I got a whole slew of dates coming up. Brea Improv, as we mentioned. San Francisco, Tarrytown, um, uh, Milwaukee, Madison, Wisconsin, Chicago, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Wellmont, New Jersey, Toronto, all at ChrisDComedy.com. A lot of these shows are almost sold out or at least 75% sold out, so you got to get the tickets. ChrisDComedy.com. We'll put the Tiki Wiki link up. Thank you for the support. We love you. Stay safe. Stay gay. Hunter Biden, you'll be okay.